This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly English Premier League on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello and welcome back to the Betting Weekly podcast brought to you by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. As ever, I'm your host, Harry Simiu, and I'm delighted to be joined by the main man, Mr. Nigel Seeley. Nigel, how you doing? Not bad, Harry. Um, recovered from that Real Madrid Man City semi-final. I've done my absolute balls on that. I absolutely done my money big time. But I got it back a bit on the um the Villarreal game, Liverpool game. Still lost on the two games, but um yeah, that was a painful one. No one expected that. But what a game of football. I mean, like, if you're going to do your money, if there's any way that you're going to lose your money, you, you'd rather lose your money in, in a game like that rather than want to be predicting goals and watch a nil-nil draw. It was an incredible game of football. Uh, it's probably the worst read I've ever had of a game of football in my entire life. Um, 4-3 could have been, honestly, it wasn't it. You, 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 everyone watched the game. That could have been 9-7. It really could have been. It was insane. Yeah, it was one of the most enjoyable games of football I've probably ever watched. It was right up there. But as you say, oh, you haven't watched um, Burnley. You didn't watch Burnley v Watford last year in the nil nil draws. No, brilliant. not interested. I've become more picky as I've gotten older with the football I watch. There was a point where I would watch every single game that was on TV, and now I'm like, now I'll swerve that one. I'll swerve this. Queens Park Rangers against Derby was another classic. You're missing some. You're missing some missing absolute classic encounters this season. No, but joking aside, it was an incredible game, wasn't it? Yeah, fantastic. Really good stuff. Both teams playing at such a high level. Um, let's start then looking at this weekend's Premier League games. Uh, a full weekend of action and we'll kick off with the early game on Saturday, which is a clash between Newcastle United and Liverpool. Of course, Liverpool, as you mentioned, uh, got a big victory in the Champions League last night, which really helps them uh, pushing towards that final. How do you think they're going to recover from that? And, and how does that impact your thoughts on this one? Well, I think that... Um... I think I think Jurgen Klopp will be really, really disappointed with the schedule in this game, won't he? I mean, he's played on a Wednesday, then he's had, then he's got an early kickoff on a Saturday, and then they've got to play again on the Tuesday. Whereas Man, in, the, in the title race, I think Man City have had the, the big advantage. The extra day rest, and the extra day rest again for their game. So I think he's going to moan if it go if it goes against them, which it could go against them. He's going to, he's going to have a moan up about the, the fixtures. That's that's an absolute certainty. The, the only positive, the, the positive thing for him is that they played in first gear, didn't they, against Villarreal? Villarreal didn't test them in any way, shape, or form. But what do you expect from Villarreal? You know, they're going to to Liverpool. They go toe to toe with Liverpool. They're going to get battered, and they're not. They haven't got the the quality of a Real Madrid to to sort of get the goals like um like they have. Their top goal scorer is out as well, suspended, so they they didn't know no other option. But on the odds here, um, you would think that Liverpool. Oh, uh, on the odds, you think Liverpool's certainties, they're minus 250 to win this game. Away on the road in the Premier League, Newcastle have been a revelation in the last few weeks. Um, and won their last four, uh, up to ninth in the Premier League table. Eddie Howe's done a, an incredible job. The, the feel-good factor is there again at Newcastle, but this is a huge step up against the Liverpool side. But I think the home supporters will probably think this is a good time to face Liverpool. And I think it could be a good time to face Liverpool. 
The problem is, is Liverpool have only lost once in 2022. And that was in a dead rubber in the Champions League against Inter Milan when they already won the first leg and they, they lost at home. But um, I think this is quite a dangerous game. Um, I definitely wouldn't be betting Liverpool at minus 250. It wouldn't surprise It's not, you know, they're minus 250. It doesn't surprise me at Liverpool will win the game, but at minus 250, I think that's probably a a rather low price. I think that they will may pull a few players on the bench to start with, you know, rest them for choosing. I know the, the, the Champions League is, is going to, but they've still got a big run in, in the, in the, in the, uh, in the Premier League and an FA Cup final to play. So I think they're going to probably rest a few players and bring them on if need be. Um, and I think that sways a little bit of my thinking towards Newcastle. Um, being at home, I think they'll really, really put on a show. I don't think there's any question that they will be complacent. I don't think there's any question that they won't uh, put in the effort like other teams in mid-table in the Premier League are doing. And it's all about players there trying to prove their place when they're going to spend massive in the summer. So I think Newcastle here tempt me a little bit. I wouldn't bet them at seven, but I think you know if, if you do, you may want to have a very, very small play. But I think Newcastle plus one and a quarter goals at minus 110 is definitely an angle I like. The only way you're going to lose is if Liverpool win by two or more. Um, even if Liverpool win by exactly one goal, you get um, half your money as a push and the other half is a win. So I can't see Liverpool winning three, four, five. I don't see any reason why they would have to. I mean, all they want is a win here, get another three points and get to the Champions League semi-final with everyone fit. So I like Newcastle plus one and a quarter goals at minus 110. Um I don't, I don't expect a, a routine, very easy win. I think Newcastle will make it tough for them. Uh, but I think Liverpool have enough quality. But certainly not a better minus 250. Certainly not the team that I want to put in a parlay. But I think getting with Newcastle plus a goal and a quarter is definitely the angle. Moving on to the first of the three o'clock kickoffs, Aston Villa. They take on Norwich at Villa Park. Norwich, it feels like they're gone now, doesn't it, Nigel? Oh, yeah. They, they went in, they were finished in August. Um <laughs> This is this is uh, but Villa. If they, you know, if they're not if they're not um, getting the, re- the results, they could be sucked into a relegation battle very very quickly. It's all gone a little bit wrong for uh, Stephen Gerrard. No wins in five. Goals seem to have dried up a little bit. I know they scored in their last game, but really disappointing performances. And it, you know, and look at their running. They're going to have a massive save Villa uh, in the top and the bottom of the of the Premier League title. They've got five games. Two of their games against Burnley. Now, obviously, Stephen Gerrard is a a red <laughs> huge Liverpool fan. You can guarantee that Burnley might fancy their chances to get something from the games against Villa because that could put Everton down. And I think Stephen Gerrard would, would quite rather quite like that. Uh, and they also they play Liverpool um, again in the title race. And on the final day of the season, they play, play Man City. So um, this is a big game for Villa because they have to get something from this because those fixtures coming up, I can't see them getting much. So um, and no surprise to see a minus 250. Would I bet them at minus 250? Absolutely no way whatsoever. Norwich is seven. They're not showing anything. The draw is four to one. I would expect Villa to probably edge it. I think both teams may score. I think it could be a, uh, quite an entertaining goal-scoring game. But um, at the odds, nothing makes appeal to me in this game at all. Villa minus 250. No, thank you. Norwich at seven. After last week's performance, no, thank you. And the draw at four to one. No good for Norwich. Not, not not interested at all. So I think it's a game that you would swerve completely swerve, lean towards goals, maybe both teams to score, but a very, very, very small lean. Southampton versus Crystal Palace. Another one, really. I mean, there's a lot of games in the Premier League at this time of the year that they really don't really do much to you. And um, it's a very dangerous time for betters. I mean, you've only got to see 
April's been my worst ever month um, ever in, in in betting football. Not only in in England, all across Europe as well. It's been really really bad, and you know, you, motivation besides is questionable. And these two sides are two sides that are really just running towards the end of the season on empty. Southampton, you know, only won one in nine. Um, Palace haven't won in three. Um, that last four, sorry, they haven't scored in three. Goals are dried up for them. Um, I, you know, Southampton a plus one thirty-five, Palace a plus three fifteen, the draw plus two seventy. Looks like the end of the season and typical match. I wouldn't be surprised to see not many bookings in the game under the bookings if you're looking for some kind of angle. I also think uh, James Ward-Prowse could be a, a bet to score at any time. Um, scored two last week for them. For absolutely brilliant on free kicks, takes penalties um, in great goal-scoring form and potentially might want to move away in the summer. Uh, Ward-Prowse is talk about Newcastle looking at him. Uh, I think he'd be a great signing for Newcastle and other clubs, Tottenham as well, have also linked with him. So um, Ward-Prowse to score at any time potentially could be a play, but you know I'm looking for angles here to... to to find some value, and it's very, very hard to find. I mean, sometimes in in in, in betting at this time, it's best to put your money in your pocket and not to not to place a wager. The ones that I'm confident about, I'll say, but it's very, very hard to have an opinion on every single game in the Premier League at this time of the season. And um, if you're forced to make a bet or you, you you're looking for a bet, some, let the bets come to find you rather than you go looking for them. Is the best bit of advice I'll give you. Watford take on Burnley in a bottom of the table clash. Of course, Burnley, though, still have a chance, don't they, to survive? Does that add something to this one, at least? Well, Harry, if we're bigging up Watford against Burnley, (laughs) what a terrible Saturday of Premier League football it is. I mean, really, I couldn't think of a worse card. We were supposed to do the bet cards. When I saw those four fixtures, I said, Terry, no, we're we're having a week off. I can't be bothered with that. Wolves, you know, Wolves, Brighton, Watford, Burnley, Villa, Norwich, and Southampton, Crystal Palace. I don't think you can possibly get four. Worst games on a on a on a on a, on a Saturday sort of three o'clock uh, English time ten o'clock Eastern card. Um, Watford is a close one in the betting. Watford are plus one sixty three, Burnley plus one seventy five, and the draw is plus two seventy. The big problem for Watford is that they're losing games and they're conceding a huge amount of goals. Um, they've lost their last four, conceded twelve, averaging three goals per game in their last seven matches. They conceded twenty one, so they've conceded three goals a game. Burnley on a good form. They've won their last two, but both of them are at home. And I don't trust Burnley on the road uh, as much as I do at home. I think at Turf Moor, when the crowd are behind them and they have to get a win, they can big, they can beat these kind of sides at home. I think their home side form is brilliant. But on the road, I'm not so sure. Michael Jackson, the uh, the caretaker manager, he's bad he is. And uh, he wants to beat it and uh, get a win here. But uh, I don't think it's going to be a thriller. That's the- I knew when I heard Michael Jackson, I knew there was a pun coming. I just knew it. I just knew it. Uh, I, don't, I definitely don't mean it's going to be a thriller, Harry. Just leave me alone, will you? Just leave me alone. Anyway. Uh, let's move on then. Wolves versus Brighton. Hardly another uh, thriller, is it? But, um, oh, it's game taking place. Yeah. Well, they, well, the only good positive thing I could say, they're quite interesting betting matches because they're all quite relatively close. But I think this gives me my best bet of the week, weekend, actually, Wolves against Brighton. You know, we'll come on to it. And it's the one that I, I always go for whenever Wolves play. And I think Brighton are the side, kind, kind of side that would fall into that. These two sides have got nothing at all to play for. Um, Brighton draw more games than anyone in the Premier League. Wolves at home, this uh, Wolves in the Premier League this season have drawn 19 of 33 matches at halftime. 19 of their 33 matches have been drawn at halftime. Um, and I think that that is a, um, a very interesting point here. And I I believe that um, 
that the, the, the draw here at halftime is, is, the, is, the, is the tip, the play I've played probably six or seven times on Wolves games this season. I think it's cashed on four. And it's always plus money. And it's even money, so plus 100 here. Um, 19 out of 33. Brighton, nothing to play for. The odds, 1.7, 1.8, suggest that there's nothing between the two sides. And you can get the draw at minus um, at, uh, at plus money. I, th- I think that's too big. Um, yeah, go for that. Um, just the other thing I was going to say to you. Um, it give you one one side in the Premier League hasn't been losing at half. I was looking at the halftime stats. Like, mm-hmm. There's one team in the Premier League that hasn't hasn't ha- hasn't been losing at halftime. Who's the team? I'm sort of leaning towards. I, I don't want to say one of the big teams. So, am I? Is it Wolves? Because no, we always talk about them drawing no, at halftime. No, no. Chelsea. They haven't, they haven't been losing at halftime. Yeah. Man City have been losing in three matches at halftime. Liverpool in one. Chelsea haven't been losing at halftime in any game in the Premier League this season. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, really, that's, that's that's how interesting it gets this week. And the yeah, that's or, or, or in the Premier League that we're saying that uh, Chelsea not drawing a game, not losing a game at halftime is interesting. There you go. <laughs> that's that's not one for the highlight reel. It's not one for the end of season highlight reel. No, it isn't, is it? Um, Let's move on to the final game then on Saturday, and that is Leeds versus Manchester City. A big game in the title race for Manchester City, of course. They'll know what Liverpool have done already um, at St. James's Park. That game takes place earlier in the day. This feels to me, Nigel, like a game that might have goals in it. Please tell me something positive about this one. Well, the goals are dried up for Leeds. I mean, they played a nil-nil draw, didn't they, against Crystal Palace and uh, offered absolutely nothing. But at home... Against their with their home support behind them, they will put in a performance. Um, I think if they had uh, Bielsa as the manager, I think they might have more of a chance because he seems to sort of Guardiola seems to struggle when they play uh, Bielsa sides, and he hides him such high regard. I think Jesse Marsh has got his uh, work cut out here. Leeds have done well; they're unbeaten in five. The other thing here is that Leeds will know what to do because Burnley game is on as well. So Leeds are really in the mix for relegation at the moment. They, they need probably, I'd say, four points, five points. So they know what, the, if, if Burnley get beat, their attitude might be different. But if Burnley win, then it's, Leeds, Leeds are going to be sucked right into it and the crowd will be very different. Um, I think it's a huge advantage to go second um, when you know exactly what's happened in the earlier game. And I think, you know, the odds here, again, very, very low. I mean, City are minus 330, the lowest price team in the Premier League this week. Leeds are nine to one. And the draw is five. Um, last two Man City games, they've scored goals. I mean, it's 4-3 and five. I mean, they're averaging about four goal a game in the last 10 games or something like four goals, three goals a game. So they've got goals in them. The Leeds aren't scoring. They're not, they're not creating many chances. They've had trouble all season with injuries. Um, Calvin Phillips is linked with a possible move to Manchester United, which I think will be a, will be a bit of hindrance for them. But um, again, I, I find it really, really, really hard to, to find an angle here because I, I'd, I'd rather oppose Man City if Liverpool get beat and then I'd look to oppose, rather than bet Man City. If, if Liverpool win, I think Man City will, will get the job done and probably easy. But, but with that game against Real Madrid, um, the team news for Man City is going to be very interesting. I expect Raheem Sterling to play. I think De Bruyne might be on the bench. They need him. He's so important. Um, and, you know, you look for angles of fringe players possibly to score. So, I mean, Jack Grealish never played um, in against Real Madrid. He'll probably play this game. Look for Grealish to score. Look for Raheem Sterling. I think Raheem Sterling will start. Raheem Sterling will, will score. He'll take a penalty, I would have thought, if, if Man City get a penalty. So that's the angle I'm, I'm coming at. You, I would expect goals, but mainly Man City goals rather than Leeds goals. And for goal scorers, I'd look for players 
who aren't in the the top echelons of the betting, the top the top um, the top uh, market leaders, because a few of their market leaders will probably be rested. So look for fringe players who may come on and uh, and, and put in a shift. Yeah, it's a good point. Very, very good point indeed. Uh, moving on to Sunday, where there are some much more mouthwatering clashes, mm. uh, starting with the game between Everton and Chelsea. Everton in desperate need uh, of points, of course, with uh, Burnley hot on their heels. How do you think that Frank Lampard and Everton will fit will fare against his former club Chelsea? You know what? I've I've, I've absolutely done it in. Stay away from Chelsea. Chelsea. Uh, but you know, I'm tempted. I'm tempted to go in with Everton again here. I, I think that um, the Lampard factor is going to be huge. Obviously, Chelsea and he's, Chelsea, he's the record scorer at Chelsea. He's, he's probably the fans' favourite behind John Terry. Is that one of the greatest players who ever played there? So, if Chelsea lose this game and Everton win and Everton stay up and Lampard, I feel the Chelsea fans won't be that disappointed that they've done their their, their former great player a favour. Um, Chelsea, uh, Everton are plus three eighty. I didn't think they played that bad against Liverpool. I thought they played all right. What they, you know, they get criticism for the style, but what are they going to do? I mean, things are going to Liverpool. You, you, if you go toe to toe with them, as I said with Villarreal, you're going to get smashed. So I think they've done all right. I think they did it right for 50 minutes and then conceded. They should have had a penalty. It was a clear penalty. Should have had a penalty. And then they, you know, that they lost a bit of concentration and gave two goals. But I don't think they were that bad. And their home, their all their problems are on the road. Their waveform is the worst in the Premier League. It's shocking. They've only won one game. But at home, they're all right. I mean, they've lost two of the lost two of the last eight. They beat Manchester United at home in one of their most recent games. And that, and I think the crowd will be so pumped for this game. I think the atmosphere will be electric. And, and I feel Chelsea are vulnerable again. I mean, I know they, they left it really late against West Ham. They were helped by Dawson being sent off. <clears throat> they were dreadful against Arsenal. Um, I know Arsenal played well, but Chelsea were dreadful. Yeah, they were. I've never were. seen Chelsea play that bad. And, uh, you know, we've gone on for weeks and weeks about the problems at the club. Rudiger's already said he's going to go. I think other players will, will want to head for the exit door at the end of the season. And uh, maybe even the manager. And I and I, I, I just think that Everton here may, may be some value. But I'm not going to bet them plus 380. I think, uh, but I'm going to bet them um, plus three quarters of a goal. So half of your stake will be on Everton plus a half. So you cash on the draw. And the other half will be on Everton plus one. So the only way you would lose all your money is if Chelsea won by two or more goals. And I don't think Chelsea... Um, I know they smashed Southampton the last time I've done this, but 6-0. But um, I think Everton, throwing the, the form Everton have got recently at home, there's, I, I still feel there's, there's something about the club that I still think they'll get out of it. I really do. And um, I feel that uh, the Lampard factor is a huge factor here. Same with Steven Gerrard with Liverpool, when Liverpool played towards those games. I think the Lampard factor here may, be, um, may help Everton. Um, and it might be a good time to face Chelsea. Yeah, uh, don't disagree with any of that, to be honest. Uh, Spurs take on Leicester, uh, of course, in uh, less sorry, Leicester involved in European action and Spurs, uh, of course, uh, very much in the hunt for a top four finish as well. So there's quite uh, a bit riding on this one for Spurs. But do you feel like Leicester might take their foot off the gas, given their European commitments here? Yeah, I think it's going to be, um, you know, the game against Rome was going to be a huge match for them and we'll have to see how they um, they get on this evening to, before we have an f- opinion on how Leicester are going to play. Uh, the market doesn't like Leicester um, in the weeks before and the weeks after um, the, the European matches and that's because they've got quite a, a very small squad so, you know, compared to the other big teams. And they're, they're out. there's a few players out of injuries. You know, Jamie Vardy stood out for them as well. So 
they're using the same players, and that's why the market doesn't like them. But the mark, I hate the market when Tottenham are these kind of prices minus two forty-five. I mean, we see them get beat at home by Brighton. We've seen them draw last week against Brentford, and that would be a concern for me that they're not scoring goals. I mean, you know, Kane and Son were on fire uh, three three weeks ago. And we were saying every game that they're, they're the bet, but they haven't scored two in the last two matches, which is a which is a worry coming into the crucial part of the season for them. Um, Tottenham are always a side that, that throws it away at, at the end. And, you know, that's that's been a, a recent history, unfortunately, for them. And, uh, you know, the last two performances aren't, aren't that of a, of a club that are peaking in for a top four finish. The other thing I think that's a really, really bad thing for Tottenham and the fact that, you know, will, will put me off the minus 245 is Conte's heavily linked with the Paris Saint-Germain job. He's the, he's the favourite over here. He's been betting to even money. Now, that that that's a big problem. Because you know he's got a lot of these players going. He's got a lot of um, he's got getting work rate out of the lesser players at Tottenham. Uh, and I think that if he goes and it, there's more, Tottenham are back to where they started, they need a manager. Where, where are they gonna, who are they going to get? I mean, they're going to they're going to struggle to get to get someone to replace him. So um, that will be a concern uh, if you're betting two forty five. I think the game screams goals. I, I know that Tottenham haven't scored in the last two, but this game just screams goals. And if you go back in the history of this match, the last 10 clashes between Leicester and Tottenham have seen 44 goals scored. So they average 4.4 goals per game in these matches, these two matches. Um, and that's where I'll be going here. Both teams to score, yes. Over two and a half goals, yes. Over three and a half goals, yes. And maybe even a small play on over four and a half goals. I think there's goals in this game. The final game on Sunday is between West Ham United and Arsenal. Another game that has significance in the race for the top four. And like Leicester, West Ham have a big European clash to play uh, before this game takes place. What's your take on this one? Well, I mean, West Ham, everything's on this Europa League run, isn't it? Everything. And we talk about Leicester players playing the same team week in and week out. The same happens with West Ham. I mean, Declan Rice playing every minute of every game. Jared Bowen is coming back from injury and he, he's playing. They're going to play the same players. Um, Christian, the, the Dawson's out, isn't he? Uh, he's suspended the yeah, centre-half. That's a big blow for West Ham. Um, I think that everything's fallen into Arsenal's lap in this game. But that doesn't necessarily mean that Arsenal win the game because things have fallen in Arsenal's laps before and, and they, they haven't got over the line. Um, but you you can't really look past Arsenal in this game, really. But the the odds are of, of the Bet Rivers aren't silly, and the odds you're getting on Arsenal here to win this game are because of what is what is going the, the, the way it's fixtured between putting between those two Europa League semi finals and the fact that West Ham have got key players out and probably will miss key players who, who they'll rest. Arsenal are minus one thirty three away at West Ham. It's absolutely bonkers. I mean, if if this game was played six weeks ago and this game was played without a Europa League match, I would argue that West Ham would be favourites. Marginal favourites. The fact that West Ham are plus 360 and Arsenal at minus 133 is a ludicrous public move. Now, I'm not saying the public will get it wrong. Arsenal should win this game because everything has fallen for them. But Arsenal, if you bet Arsenal in this match at minus 133, or you tip them up at minus 133, or you you might get it right, but I guarantee you, within six months, you will do your brains because you're betting the wrong price. Arsenal aren't, one, aren't minus 133 in this game. No way. Yeah, 
even as an Arsenal man, I can't disagree with that. Um, Arsenal have shown, as you say, over the week, over the last few weeks, over the last few months, that they're just as capable of turning in those really under par performances, just like some of the teams in the table around them. Uh, Moving on to the final game of the weekend, which takes place on Monday evening, UK time. It's Manchester United versus Brentford. Now, we know who the new Man United manager is going to be. And it feels like now for Manchester United, it's about crawling towards the end of the season. And the same could probably be said for Brentford, who are going to be safe. So um, is this one where they might take the shackles off and there might be a few goals, there might be some entertainment? What's your reading of it? Well, the first thing about the odds on here, to show you how ludicrous Arsenal are in their betting, Arsenal the same price to win at West Ham as Man United are to win at home to Brentford. Now, you you think about that at the start of the season. If someone had said that to you at the start of the season, that Man United, same price to to win at home as Arsenal are away at West Ham. That shows you, A, how bad, how wrong, not no value in the Arsenal price. And B, it shows you how absolutely dreadful Manchester United are at this moment in time. If this game was the first game of the Premier League season, Manchester United would be minus 450. They're minus 136. And Brentford are only plus 360. And you know what? You couldn't bet Man United at minus 136. You just couldn't bet them. They're a one-man team, really, with Ronaldo. Just bet him to score. You know, if you fancy goals, Ronaldo's going to score. Just bet him to score in this game and and leave. Then don't worry about the game because they, they're likely to concede. Defensively, they're all over the shop. Midfield is non-existent, and it's just they're a one-man band at the moment with Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, I was actually leaning towards under goals in this game because I think Brentford are, are quite solid at the back, and I think that, that I, you know I, I'm not quite sure whether they will score against Man United, but, but given Man United's games and their defensive frailties, you couldn't bet that of any confidence. The only play is Ronaldo to score any time. He'll take free kicks, he'll take penalties, as we all know. And if Man United do score, he's the man. That's It's a purely simple bet. I mean, you get a bigger price on, Man, on Ronaldo to score any time than you do on Manchester United to win. Wow. And if Man United are going to win, Ronaldo's going to get the goal. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a very likely outcome for sure. Um, Nigel, take us through your parlay for this weekend. Well, what do, you know what? You up? do you know what, Harry? I'm not yeah. going to have a parlay this week. I'll tell you why I'm not going to have a parlay, right? It's because there's some brilliant content on the Bet Rivers Network now. We've got a fantastic La Liga show. The lads are giving their parlays there. We've got a brilliant German Bundesliga show where we've got some fantastic experts. They're giving their parlay there. We've got a championship uh, with with an, uh, one of the leading uh, football league experts in this country on the Betters Network. He's given a parlay as well. You don't need me. All, all the content is there. So you've just got to find, go to those, watch those videos and then build your own parlay. You know, I'm just going to regurgitate what those guys have said, really, because they're, they're, they're geniuses at the sport, especially the, the La Liga boys and the Bundesliga fellas. So I'm not going to give you a parlay. Um, in the Premier League, I'll tell you what I'm going to bet. I'm going to have my best bet is going to be Wolves v Brighton. Uh, to be a draw at halftime, even money. Cash is every week. 19 out of 33 games uh, for, for Wolves at halftime. Brighton, the draw specialist in the Premier League. Brighton don't score goals. and only scored two last week against Southampton, but that was only two matches, I think, in eight or nine. They haven't scored. I think nil-nil at halftime is a possibility there. Uh, I'm going to go for that to be a draw at halftime. And my dog is I'm doing it again. Everton to beat Chelsea, plus 380. Um, but I wouldn't play Everton. I think that's a, probably a, a value play. But I'm going to bet Everton um, plus plus three quarters of a goal and minus 120. So I'm, I'm going to oppose Chelsea yet again. Again, you know. <laughs> again, famous <laughs> words. 
I don't know why I do this, but I'm, I'm going to approach it and I'm going to bet the draw. But look, if you want your parlays, get cracking on the Bet Rivers Network. You'll see all the fantastic content there. You don't need me. Make sure you do check it all out. If you uh, visit the Bet Rivers Network YouTube channel, you can find it all under the same umbrella. Make sure you're subscribed to the channel and make sure you click on the little bell icon so that your notifications come on. And that way you'll get a pop up every time Bet Rivers drop a brand new piece of content. And as Nigel says, there's lots of great stuff. There's lots of new stuff still in the pipeline as well. There is so much to come on the Bet Rivers Network and you want to be on board. Uh, so make sure you are. So Nigel, you've covered basically the dog of the week. You've covered the best bet of the week. Um, let's add in then Nigel's final thoughts. Any uh, sort of Jerry Springer style? What's your final thoughts? Uh, into well, my final week? thoughts are Saturday afternoon, 10 o'clock Eastern, four Premier League games, Wolves, Brighton, Watford, Burnley, Villa Norwich, Southampton Palace. I'm going out shopping, food shopping. <laughs> then I'm going to take the missus out to get a new dress. And then I'll come back for the only game I want to watch, Leeds v Man City. Sunday, things get a little bit more exciting. Everton against Chelsea, Tottenham v Leicester, West Ham, Arsenal. All about Sunday for me. Yeah, me too. Me too. And you're right. It's one of those days, the Saturday, where you've got to like give up the time to the missus so that you get left alone on the Sunday. Definitely solid advice that, uh, for sure. Don't forget, guys, to make sure you're subscribed to the Bet Rivers Network. Make sure you follow Nigel on Twitter at Sealy underscore Nigel. You can follow me at Harry Simiu if you'd like as well. And uh, we'll be back very, very soon with more. Until next time, take care of yourselves and have a good weekend. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly English Premier League on the Bet Rivers Network. <laughs> 